Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where the facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. Right now, we have a very special guest with us, going to be performing live at South by Southwest the weekend of March 11th and 12th. So all our Texas and local listeners, please come out to the Longhorn Daiquiri, show some love. We got our boy Trey Dilly with us. What's up, y'all? What up, what up? Nice. So Trey, tell tell us a little bit about about how you got into music and 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 what makes you different from anybody else right now. All right, so it all started when I was like seven, eight years old. I always listened to Sammy and you know a little Bow Wow at that time, and my brother he was doing music, so I told him I was trying to do it, and he he told me only way I was gonna be able to is if I start writing, and so. I started writing, I did a song with him, and everything just went from there. Okay, and what, what put you in a position to be at South by Southwest this year? Uh, so, one of my friends, it was just, like, reposting the stuff when it first got posted out saying he got a venue. So, I went on ahead, added him, and, you know, I, I went on ahead and took this chance. Okay, okay. And uh, what, what would you say? Who you, So you said you grew up pretty much listening to Sammy and Bow Wow. So would you say that's your style now? Or what, what influences you now? All right, now what influenced me is just the simple fact of, you know, basically things I've been through. You know, like back then, listening to them, Sammy, Bow Wow, Neo, listening to their style of music, it helped formed me but just what i've been through you know relationships family wise you know that's 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 what molds my music okay okay so when so when if our when our listeners come out to uh you said longstorm longhorn what longhorn daiquiri longhorn daiquiri i ain't never heard of that one uh where, where is that like what's the location like what's the what's the exact time do you have that information <laughs> I don't have it. I just know. Oh, okay, Longhorn yeah, cause, yeah, cause I, did, I never heard of it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so if they come out to Longhorn Daiquiri, what music do they? What music should they expect to hear? Like, you have any singles popping right now? What do? What, what should they be uh, looking forward to? Well, on Valentine's Day, I did just drop a new song. It's called. It's titled Overtime. Is you know, it's basically saying like the growth of me and my girlfriend and things that I've done to like. That to put us in better situations, and then I have another song that I'm performing that's titled "One Time," and that's kind of the opposite. Is basically saying how I only want just one, you know, one night with a girl. You know, <laughs> if it go further than this, yeah. If it go further than this, it do. But for right now, this is you know, this is all I want. But my other music, you know, it's about glorifying women. It's about you know, like. And basically, it's all about being you and being confident in who you are. Basically. Okay. Okay. And uh, how how how, um, how many shows you have that weekend? Oh uh, well, you said songs. No, how many shows do you have South by Southwest weekend? Oh, well, this will be my first one. I'm you know I'm coming out from Missouri, Kansas City, Missouri. 
Okay. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Super Bowl champs. It'd be like Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like gotcha, Kansas gotcha, City, gotcha. Kansas. St. Louis. Nah, nah. This is from Kansas City, Missouri. Oh yeah, you coming to ways then? You coming to ways? Yeah. I, I, I honestly hope you you're able to perform more than once. Uh, if yeah. I was you, I'd probably uh, I'd probably try to get some more gigs because uh, you know, being 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 Texas, being Texans, we've been to South by Southwest a few times, and it's good exposure. And uh, yeah, you definitely want to try to see if you can get on your grind and get more spots open, and that way it gives our listeners a a, a better opportunity to see you because when you're in South by Southwest, most people are doing so much. Just being able to hit that one spot that one time, you know, you might miss out. But you know, for for the most part, I mean, I I, I wish you well. Yeah, thank you. But I know I uh, I'm performing on the 12th, and what's crazy is we driving out there on the 10th, making it there the morning of the 11th. So, you know, if I if I can, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna see if I can get up there do a few songs. You know, like like I said, the songs that I just dropped. And a few that's not that haven't been released, and then on the twelfth is when I'm gonna do, you know, the songs that I already have pre, you know, pre, uh, uh, pre mix. Okay, okay, so if okay. there was if there was one track you would tell a new listener to go listen to that would make them fall in love with your catalog, what song would that be? Honestly, I would have to go with the song off of my album Trade Daily Twenty. It's, it's streaming everywhere, YouTube, uh, Apple Music, Spotify, Deezer, and I, it's, it's even on TikTok. But the song, I would say, is Insomnia. And okay. I, I would say Insomnia because, you know, it's like, it, it has a nice little vibe to where, even from when it starts, you, you, you get the feeling like, okay. And then, you know, it's, it's basically me talking about this girl that I've been with for so long, finally leaving, and I just, you know, I just can't cope with her being gone, just to find out, you know, things literally had, literally is not going the way that I'm picturing it should be in my head. So, yeah. Insomnia, it is. All right, man. Tell them where they can find you. Plug your socials. Uh, Snapchat, Trey Dilly Fit. Trade Daily 52, Instagram, Trade Daily 20, uh, Twitter, Trade Daily 1, and on YouTube, just Trade Daily, you know. How do you spell that? T-R-E-D-I-L-L-Y. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have it. Trade Daily, South by Southwest. March 12th for sure, but he's getting there the morning of March 11th, and he's going to make some shake. We appreciate you for joining us, and good luck with the show, man. Thank you, man. Thank you. All right, man. Peace. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to No Boundaries Podcast, where the facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review on the Apple Podcast app, Google Play, SoundCloud, I still don't know what it is that you do on Spotify, but whatever it is, please go and do that. Um, I don't even know how to introduce the guest. To be honest with you, like this is this is when when I'm not doing the podcast for therapy, this is my therapist. This is this is the this is the brother my mother didn't give me right here, y'all. This this is Brandon, man. That's that's all this is. I have. 
Yo. So well. You just gonna go by Brandon? Yeah, man, that's funny. I don't know. I don't know why they keep calling you by your last name, but I'll, I'll just stick to Brandon because I can't. That's cool though. That's what a lot of people call me. That's cool. Oh, okay, okay. I, I, I thought I thought that was a a rare thing, but I, I don't know. It just made sense to me to say Higgins. Yeah, I've never met anybody with that last name. But uh, let me let me fix my mic here. Get shit Jay, you, got, you, you got this big ass smile on your face, Jay. Man, I don't like it. <laughs> Why? Why don't you like it, bro? You should be. Like it, you should be happy that I'm excited to pod today. Oh, okay, okay. That's all that is, man. I've, okay. I've, been, I've been I've been sitting on stuff all week. For real? No, no, not really. No. I was gonna oh. say. I could have sworn I just asked you, like, <laughs> boy, that boy, they're full of shit. God damn. I'm just happy to be I'm here. I'm going to try not to curse this episode, too. My bad. I'm, I, you need to bleep that out. No, oh, I've already cussed myself, so. Oh, no, it is what it is. We'll, 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 see, we'll, see, we'll see how well I feel in production. We don't curse here? No, sometimes I just have those moments where I try to. No, you can curse. I just try to have, you know. I just try to have, you know. Oh, he's definitely a heathen. Time. He's definitely a heathen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I just never know who's gonna listen, man. Cause you know, every now and then he say his grandma might pop up and listen, his mom might pop up and listen, and they'll tell him straight up, "Yeah, I don't like the cussing." So you know, every time, every when I think about it, I yeah. try to be, I try to be considerate. All right, so I, I watch some of my words. Yeah, fuck that shit. <laughs> wow. Okay. Okay. Well, well, we are here, man. Hey, um, so just so all the listeners out there, um, you know, I need y'all to understand something. Um, the the Corona beers that you drink <laughs> do not cause the virus. I just want to let y'all understand that because I, when I saw the news, I thought I thought it was the Onion, but then when I realized that this was a real news article, people really are panicking about Corona beer and they're thinking that it has a correlation to the coronavirus. I, I my 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 faith in humanity dwindled even more than it already has in the past. But uh, I just felt like we needed to keep that out there, man, because um, just like any other um, pandemic we have, you know, I just it's mind blowing to me how uneducated people are on simple things. But anyway, I, mean, I just wanted to get that's out. education, like that's <laughs> come on, bro. Like, but <laughs> matter of fact, that's Corona in my refrigerator. Like I used to, that used to be my favorite beer. But it just does not agree with my stomach anymore. I don't know what happened. Oh man, so it's just been sitting there. Yeah, I'm, well, it's only been in there. Well, maybe about a month now. Oh yeah, yeah, it's time to go. <laughs> but to me, go. the thing is, all they're saying is, "Hey, wash your nasty ass hands." That's it. Like and this could prevent it. <laughs> With everything. Hey, the flu going around. Make sure you wash your hands. Hey, somebody got a stomach virus. Make sure you wash your hands. Like, what what, what do people just... It's nothing difficult. What do people just decide, you know what? Fuck these hands. I ain't washing them shits. Like, like who... who Get them a scratch on face. Yeah, it's like, who makes this decision that just, like, I'm just gonna stop being clean, and then everybody gets sick, and it's like, alright, I guess we need to start going back to being clean again. It's like, I wash my hands so many times throughout the day that I have to keep lotion on me because, like, my hands just get dry. Because, like, I'm always washing my hands. Because you you know how it is. You go to work and you, oh, yeah, this person look like they clean. This person look like they clean. This one right here just look dirty. And anytime I touch anything <laughs> that they touch, I'm going to wash my hands afterwards. 
Yeah, man. I think I mean it's it's wild when that's a it's a kindergarten concept to to wash your hands, you know, and I mean to actually wash your hands with soap and not just try to substitute it with hand sanitizer. Although I, I don't ha- I don't have a problem with the hand sanitizer, but I definitely think you know washing your hands with with soap is it actually gets the job done. So, uh, so yeah, on the I brought up hand sanitizer is I mean the sink is not always readily available. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, and I, I, I it, yeah, man, it's 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 mind blowing that we stay in a standing. It's 2020, and you have to tell people to wash their hands. It is it is wild. Although although on multiple occasions I have been in public places and seen guys just use the restroom and leave. Uh, yeah, I was it's just about to ask that. Like, how often do y'all see that? Because I'm I amazed by it still. Like, especially, and like I'm in the airport so often, and I'm like, just bro, for real. Yeah, especially in the airport, it's pretty disgusting. I mean, I mean, it literally says all employees must wash their hands before returning to work. So I'm guessing the people read that sign and they're like, "Well, I don't work here, so I don't have to wash my hands." So <laughs> that's I don't know, man. You know what I don't like? I don't like in bathrooms where they don't have the automatic dispenser for the paper towels, where you have to pull the knob, or they only have the air dryer. I hate that. That's yeah. That 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 is uh, It's kind of it's almost counterproductive when you have to touch something that you just know is all germed up. I saw recently saying that uh, those air those air dispensers, all they, they do spray is germs. they spray poo particles. I was like, ah, oh, bro. Like, <laughs> I think I think I think Sheldon said that on Big Bang Theory. <laughs> that is disgusting, man. I was trying to I was trying to look at something real quick. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, I just yeah. But before we get into the main topics of the episode, I definitely want to address the coronavirus that has people up in arms, because um, like we all know, every year is going to be a different virus floating around. But um, well, with that being said, you did say you got the post from. Uh, you said what? Ebola, right? I think uh, was was Ebola the I thought I thought H1N1 was bigger. The was blue. It? I mean. I mean, yeah. but that's the regular flu, though, right? I mean, will we call that a pandemic? I mean, I can't even Wait, H1N1 know. is the flu, right? Yeah, I yeah. thought it was a different... I thought it was a specific strand. I thought it was, a, like, a stronger... Like, the swine flu is a flu. True. I mean, no, flu, flu got strands like weed now. <laughs> I don't, hey, I, man, I don't... I didn't, I didn't do any research on this, though. I, I, I was, like, halfway through that I, Netflix documentary, and I just turned it off. I wasn't interested. I'm coming in blind, you know. <laughs> So I just know they said something about SARS. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna front, but yeah, man. Uh, you did say you got the post, huh? From um, uh, I'm, I'm gonna just say this: the guy, the original poster's name, uh, with uh, James Camper the third. Big old simp energy. Let me find him. Let me find him. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Uh, and it's, it's a shame, I, and I thought about this when I when I actually went to his actual page and I sent it to you because there have been numerous podcasts out there that that will just single out somebody and go at that person and instead of going at their viewpoints. And I felt like when I sent that to like Well sent me the post, I went and looked at the post. I went and looked at the person. I sent him the person back, and I went at the person instead of going at that person's viewpoints. So for that, I, I'm kind of I feel a little bad about that. 
because I was going at him. So I'm going to make sure that I, I only go at his, his viewpoints. But Brandon, I'm going to see you what this cat looked like. And then you, you'll understand why his <laughs> viewpoints are what do, they are. Do you know him? No, nah, I don't know this guy. I just know that he's a, he's a Southern guy now in Cali. He's a law student, social, political, legal commentator. And uh, he has a website. And he I guess he's a writer. Um and like you said, we don't necessarily want to single him out, but I mean, he had a viewpoint that uh, it went viral because um, some Instagram model, I don't know who she is, and uh, some Instagram model reposted it. Well, it says VH1 star. Don't know what show she's on, Masika. But anyways, this is Jay. I'm always VH1. I know. I know. But he, he definitely was excited. He was like, wow, I'm not sure how VH1 star found my post, but I'm very glad that it's resonating with people. It's not resonating with people. It's resonating with women. Um, <laughs> it, 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 and I say that to say, I mean, it's not all people. But uh, it's, Wait, it's, wait, it's, but hold on. It, it has to be resonating with us since we're about to talk about it. Uh, I, well, oh, before wait. I go... Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, after listening to last week's episode, I, I definitely... Uh, subscribe to the mindset of a hit dog is gonna holler. I think that's what you say. A hit dog holler. What you say, Jay? That's how I go, right? Yeah, that's that's one of country sayings. Oh, okay. So, I guess in a sense, I, I guess I can be hollering when I read this, but it says men believe greatly in gender roles and historical stereotypes that a woman should be submissive, be able to cook, clean, and do laundry. However, as soon as you bring up the historical gender stereotype that a man should be a provider, suddenly men transition into professional debaters. Instead of accepting our role as provider or willing to rise to that role over a period of time, the arguments are that a woman should never depend on a man. It takes two incomes in today's society or a woman should only ask for things they can afford themselves. Why would any woman want to labor over a stove for a man who isn't providing for her? She should cook for a man that she has. She should cook for a man that she has to split the rent with? Question mark. Nah, make your own food with your broke ass. We hold high gender stereotypes for women, but none for ourselves as men. This generation of men are the biggest sexist and hypocrites known to mankind. Man up or shut the hell up. God damn! I swear to I swear to I swear to God, this reads like a woman wrote it. it it's just I was just really shocked that this guy's a man, really, after reading this. But anyways, I'm not gonna attack him. Uh, Too late. And, yeah. I know. <laughs> says, "Make your own food with your broke ass." I'm over here working overtime. You, overtime on VH1. Is it, I mean, I don't like I said, I don't really know much about this one, but I just don't understand what the where the overtime comes in at. If you're just, if you're a musician, actress, public speaker, and a social activist, I mean, a lot of that, a lot of that sounds like um, you kind of, like yeah, you know, if I'm being honest, but yeah, you know, work overtime. But anyways, man, uh, <laughs> what you think about that, man? I'm gonna let y'all take we, it. I want the third verse. Can I get the third verse on this one? <laughs> I mean, I mean. I, it's tough both ways, man. Uh, I don't, I definitely don't agree with with either of their statements. Uh, I I I'd like to say fifty fifty, but I mean, we're not equals in any way. I mean, I'd like to say that you know me and my partner, we we uh, 
we like to come to terms on things, but it's not like I say or she say. It's it's never that or I pay all of this and she pay all of that. Like it's it's not fifty fifty. Like we come to a, a mutual agreement. Like or you know, I mean, even sometimes I can come home and cook, but it ain't no. I just expect her to cook because I went to work or. I, talking about, I don't mean to cut you off. Are you speaking hypothetically right now? No, I'm I'm speaking. Oh, you're in a relationship. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Oh, see, 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 that's. I mean, I guess in a way, I mean, you do need to kind of introduce yourself because I mean, you just jump on like you're. It's like when you're speaking right now. I didn't know if you were speaking from a hypothetical standpoint. So I guess we, I, I would like we the viewers probably the listeners would probably like to know your situation before you jump into the to the conversation, so it makes more sense. Cause like, okay. I literally thought you were talking hypothetically. Speaking from speaking from being in a relationship. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool. Damn, okay, okay. So based on your experience right now, a little bit has changed since last time we we spoke. Uh, yeah. No, since last time I was on the show. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I don't know why that slipped my mind. Uh, wow. Okay, okay. So you're saying that in your current situation right now? You're really surprised by that. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> Because I, I really... It was like, like, it's impossible for me to be a relationship. <laughs> I was like, damn, was I really that guy? <laughs> no, it's just that I, I hate to put people in uncomfortable situations. Like, I don't want y'all to, you know, you, you your girl listen to the show and she be like, nigga, what you was on, you you ain't like that. You know, I I just want to make sure that you're comfortable no, talking no, about this situation. No, we, we all right. We all right. Okay. And I'm a fool with that whole music, so don't even worry about that. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. That fucking ass whole music. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. No, like, but no. Well, go ahead, go ahead. From from what I talk about with y'all, I don't switch up when I go anywhere else, man. So okay, bet, bet, bet. Well, yeah, man, you can continue, man. I just that, that just caught me by surprise because I never even asked that question before. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I guess me and you don't communicate like that too much. Uh, you know, I I see you on Twitter every once in a while, and we, I I retweet something that you put out, and I mean, I'm pretty sure you'll like something that I put out. That, oh yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that last one of the last things that you put out really messed me up with that. Uh. That man or whatever it was dancing in front of that little girl. That that was oh, that man. was off, it's, that's off topic though. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a t- yeah. That's a that's a that's a good conversation for another day, man. But look, I guess we can get back to talk about 50-50 with a woman. But I mean, like, so we even with even with our bills, like this this is kind of personal. But I mean, this isn't isn't like something I'm I don't mind talking about. Um, so like, I know she has. She has uh, student loans, and I don't. And I know I make more than she does. But I know she just graduated. So, I mean, I don't mind paying a larger portion of our bills. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, of course, like, when she when she ma- starts making more, I know, I know her student loans are going to kick in. I know she'll be able to afford paying more. I mean, like, why would I put her in a bind? Of course. To, to pay half. Like, I mean, like, why would... Why- I do that. Like, if I can afford it, I mean, but that doesn't mean I expect her to come home and cook every day or she got to wash my clothes or she got to iron my drawers. <laughs> or make, make me a sandwich. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I'm not going to tell her I don't want one, but I mean, like, I'm, it's not expected is what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, she cooked breakfast this morning and I mean, of course, I went in there and I washed dishes. I mean, it's it's a give and take in relationships. I don't think it's just because I'm a man, I got to do this, or just because she's a man. I mean, just because she's a woman, you know, she's expected to. What whatever it was back in the day in the in the 70s, but I mean, a a, a single income 
was was different in the seventies. Way different. But no, but no. I mean, the funny thing about this this post, I, I feel like the the thing that really got my attention with this post is a lot of the stuff that he says. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, I, it's not relatable to me because I, I don't really care about what he says. It's the target. It's the fact that people on social media are getting way too comfortable attacking black men and men in general. And that's what really bothers me. Cause it's like a couple of, uh, I want to say a couple of months ago, there was a, a Twitter hashtag that was women are trash and yeah. that shit got suppressed within six hours. Hmm. But if you go on Twitter right now, you could, you hit the hashtag men are trash. That shit is thriving. It's, Twitter is not suppressing that. And that's what bothers me. And it's a lot of shame language that this guy uses, and it's with the um, with the calling dudes broke with your broke ass, and like like why are, why is why is my income, if I'm in a relationship with somebody, why is my lack of income or me not being able to meet your financial standard? Why does that? Why am I considered a broke ass for that? I mean, that's the type of stuff that stuck out to me that was kind of baffling, and the way he kept saying. Um, gender stereotypes. I, I don't really understand. What, I mean, we're it's in we're twenty twenty we're in twenty twenty now, and I'm I'm actually I'm glad that you said a lot of stuff that you said because in twenty twenty and Jay, this this is a question for you too. Have you dealt with a woman where you felt like you had to persuade her to cook to feed herself? No, no, not at all. So I feel like this this argument is outdated. I'm like. Who's really getting into a relationship these days and really stressing over if their woman is cooking? Like I'm just being like like you said, you woke up this morning, your girl cooked breakfast. Like, did you ever have to like get to get to a fist fight with her to make you cook like cook something? Like, I mean, who does that now? If so, you're definitely in a relationship with the wrong person. Like that's that's what well, caught my attention. Or coming to an agreement, okay, we going to breakfast today, babe. Like, I mean like... Okay. And and I I think there was a lot of hidden stuff in this because I really feel like I'm gonna be 100 here. Like this is where the trouble starts. I feel like a lot of dudes these days get into relationships, and they tend to have a habit of trying to treat their girl like a prostitute. Meaning they 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 fork over a certain amount of income and they start feeling like, well, she's an ATM for sex. Well, I'm doing this. I need to get some. I think that that's the real problem. But people are trying to code it and talk about cooking and making me a sandwich and crap. Because that's stupid. I don't think that any human being right now in 2020 is coming home and they're really looking at somebody like, hey, you need to cook. Like, man, if you're hungry, Jay, are you going to cook? Yeah, I'm going to cook. I'm going to make some shake. <laughs> if you're, if you just, if you're, if, uh, I'm not about to wait on you. <laughs> if your gym bag is full of dirty clothes, are you going to do the laundry? I'm just saying, like, I don't think that it's realistic. But now when it comes to having sex, I think that that becomes an issue. Like, y'all may disagree with that, but I think that a lot of this is just coded for men. If you're not willing to give over your income, don't expect for me to put out. I think that that's what the real conversation is, but they want to disguise it as cooking and cleaning. That shit is outdated. We know that when we get in relationships with people, we have to collaborate on things like that. And as far as 50-50 goes... I mean, he contradicts himself. It depends on your situation, man. I mean, every relationship is going to be different. But 
just expecting or saying you have to do this is wild. It doesn't it doesn't make sense. No. Because I think I think one of the things that millennials in general have a huge problem with is collaboration. I definitely think I mean collaboration and teamwork in general. So I think that they have a they they you're not being realistic if you go into a relationship not realizing that there's a benefit in split splitting things. You know, if you can. Because once again, if I get into a relationship and everything just gets harder for me, then a rational man is gonna probably sit there and be like, hold on, this relationship isn't benefiting me at all. I gotta get up out of here. You know what I'm saying? But like you said, in your situation, y'all are a team. You realize that she's trying to do more to better her financial situation in the future. So bet I'm gonna hold you down right now where I need to. It's not like she's you're in a situation where somebody's taking advantage of you. No, and not sometimes at all. because she 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 can definitely take care of myself. She was doing fine before I got there. I mean, it's just what I'm looking at us in the long run, like. Yeah, definitely, and and I think another thing that I, when I read this 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 guy's message, he says that in today's society, you need two incomes, in in, in general. Like if you want to if you want to like survive, like if you have a home yeah, or yeah, if you're saying that you need two incomes, then what are you expecting the man to do? And what are you expecting a woman to do? Are you expecting them to split it down the middle? Or are you still expecting this broke-ass man to come through and hold down everything, even though you need two incomes? Are you saying that the man needs to get two jobs? That's where I got kind of lost in this message, because I felt like the message was so... It was so disguised, and then it also was so targeted at just hating men in general that I just kind of was like, what, what is this dude really getting at? What's his real solution? Just talk shit about men? Can I touch on that? Yeah, go ahead. You kind of said it. You kind of said it before. Um, the hating men thing is 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 tough for men in general. I mean, because you have everyone against men. You you have men against men. You have men who don't who no longer want to be men against men. You have women against men. Uh-huh. You have you have men. <laughs> you have men who are just trying to get. Women against men. I mean, yeah, like, pussy it's, beggars. <laughs> it's wild, bro. I mean, it's to me when I look at this, Brandon. You had a great point. If I'm making a hundred and fifty thousand a year and she's making sixty, I'm not sitting in here saying, "Oh, we splitting this right down the middle." That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> that makes zero sense. So yeah, I I definitely understand. It's like, hey, you know, I'm gonna handle the mortgage. You take care of the lights and the cable bill or whatever, what have you, you know, whatever makes it fair, but you determine what's fair in your relationship. But also another point is if, if, if my, if I go in there and cook breakfast, I'm not just going to cook breakfast for myself. I'm going to cook breakfast for me. I'm going to cook breakfast for her. I'm going to cook breakfast for any living, breathing body in the house. If I do laundry, I'm not just going to do my laundry. I'm going to do her laundry. I'm going to do everybody's laundry. So when he says that, I'm sitting here, I'm li- listening to like, oh, you expect her to cook and clean? No. Like, if she's going to do for her, I expect her to do for me. Because if I'm going to do for me, I'm going to do for her. Like, this, it's to this me. Is a, this is a dick question. What if her lazy-ass brother, like, he ain't got no job, and you letting him crash for a couple of days, you go wash his clothes, too? First of all, okay, a couple of days. I'm glad you said a couple of days. But if he there for a couple days, hey, throw your sh- no. Nah, I don't. I don't want your draws with my draws. Never mind. No, you gotta wash your own laundry. But 
But it's because, like, the way the way that he worded it, he worded it as if it was a selfless act. Like, she's cooking for me, and then she's watching me eat. She's doing my laundry while her clothes are, are dirty. No, that is not a selfless act. If you're doing my laundry, you're doing yours. If you're cooking for me, you know, you're cooking for yourself. So you're you're not only just feeding yourself, you're feeding you're not you're not only just feeding me, you're feeding yourself. Now there might be a time when you know we sitting there cooling, I might get a little hungry, I might go get a snack, and I, you know I, I I slip up sometimes and I might forget to say, oh you want a snack too, and I just might get make my own self a snack. But that's not a whole oh I cooked a whole breakfast for myself like Craig Mama did on Friday and then just sat there while he ate cereal and water like. <laughs> Damn. So. So that you trying to set a standard for my relationship, and if I was in a relationship, nobody sets that standard but me and the woman that I'm in the relationship with. If yeah. if we decide that she gonna pay all the bills and I'm just gonna be here, that's between us. You might come in, oh, you a simp ass nigga, you this, you that. Well, that's our relationship. You not in it. If I decide I'm paying all the bills and all I want her to do is stay at home, work out, and, and do whatever, that's our relationship. Jay Z and Beyonce can't set my relationship standards. Big Sean and Janae can't set my relationship standards because my relationship isn't theirs. And for this guy to come through and say, "Oh well, you you a broke boy if you do this, you a broke boy if you do that." Well, my nigga, I guess I'm just a broke boy. Box on. Wow. Hey. <laughs> what I said earlier, you came for me and you don't know nobody who can. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey Higgins, I got a question for you. Um, What's happening, man? What, what do you what do you what do you provide in your household? Like when it comes to like being a provider, what does that mean to you? Like so, and I say that to say like, when you th- do you think of yourself as a provider in your relationship? I mean, yes and no. I mean, I wouldn't say like I'm 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 there for for everything, but I mean, if she was the if she was the need something, I would expect her to come to me before she would go to anybody else. And, okay. I, and I and I would expect myself to make that happen, whatever she needs. And 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 I'm glad you said whatever she needs because I want y'all to pay attention to something. He keeps this guy James keeps talking about provider provider, and he follows up with broke ass. So my thing is, when you think about providing, is it always something financial? No, no, I'm, exactly. I mean, we can be laying in the bed and we hear a noise at night, like. Of course, I'm not going. Hey, babe, you go. You go see what. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Like, so, in that sense, you're providing protection. Yes, I mean, in that sense, I'm not saying like I'm just like the biggest dude. But why would I send my woman out there? Yeah. Okay. Now, if you're if you're in uh, an emergency situation, uh, and uh, just it happens to be. Um, you you got a you, some some your her mom or something you know flat tire on the side of the road and she can't get to him and she she needs you to basically you know go pick up her mom and you know help change the tire. Yeah. Do, do you think do you find yourself as a do you think that's a situation that you could title as I'm I'm, I'm being a provider? I mean, I wouldn't even say I just do that for my woman. Like one of you guys could call me and say, "Hey man, my mom is pulled up." I mean, that's that's a decent human being, bro. Like I mean. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, my my point is, I think that we put the the the, uh, the mindset of a we man put, being a provider. Yeah. You say what? I think like they've tried to put too much on it. Like, I don't have to have on a cape to be a provider, bro. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I think that a lot of times, like you just said, 
if one of my homeboys needs some, you know, we, we cool like that, I got them. And I think that a rational male, a, ras- a, a rational male's mindset is, you know, I, you could provide a shoulder to lean on, you could provide protection, you could provide, you could be that, uh, that emergency uh, contact. I mean, there are so many ways to provide. Like, I know a lot of women that just a lot of times they just need a sound rational mind because they may be overly emotional in the situation and they need somebody to kind of bring them back down to reality so they come to that man to provide them with a rational mindset and it's just like wow it's wild to me how the stuff that modern day people put on the provider aspect of being a man is it's pretty much just financial now and i think that i think that's unfair i don't think that anybody should be looked at as a human atm and you think do you think it's just when it's when it's voiced like that, or do you think it's just like when you actually think about it, you don't think about it like that. I mean, like just 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 how we put it together. Like we didn't we didn't, didn't practice before we came here. Like this was we just we did this on the fly. Like and we came to that that quick. So I mean, if we was to ask a random person like that, do you think they would give the same answer, or do you think they would say monetarily, like actual money? I mean. More than likely, because I think I hear it so many times. Uh, man is supposed to be a protector and a provider, and I think I think even history has that, you know, kind of confused. Because at the end of the day, I, I think that even if you're looking at tr- a, a stereotypical gender role, which I don't really I don't really understand how that's st- stereotype, but I mean I think um, uh, when you think about freaking the knight, the knights in shining armor. Like as far as they're you know being noble, like they just automatically had a mindset I to protect. Like a dragon to get a girl. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like, no, these guys were actually in positions to where they were actually valued for what they can bring to the table. So therefore, they did it with pride. Now, I think it's kind of it, it kind of makes sense for for these conversations to happen when. You're looking at somebody and they're not really valuing you what you bring to the table. Like the first thing that comes up is what can you provide me financially? And it's like, hold on. Does the amount of money I can provide you financially dictate the type of the quality of love I'm gonna give you? And I, and let's just be honest now. Do y'all really think, I mean, and and, and uh, you know, answer as honestly as you can. Do y'all really think that people get into relationships these these days with the mindset of, you know, I'm gonna get this conditional love? This love is gonna feel great. This love is gonna change me. No, I mean, no. cause like I like we like we've said before, like at a certain age, we are who we are. Like nothing is gonna change us. I mean, we might change a little bit. I mean, you might change for the better. You may even change for the worse. But <laughs> yeah. you are who you are, bro. I mean, you not you not about to just up and change. Yeah, it's gonna be some adjustments made, maybe you know, to you adapt mean? and survive. To me, I, like, like I'm like Brandon. Like, you might go through some shit and be like, "Oh yeah, that changed me. I'm still gonna be me, but that aspect of me is not gonna be the same." But yeah, you are who you are, and and even getting into a relationship from a financial perspective, like last last relationship I was in, we would fight over the check. It's like, no, I got it this time. No, you got it. Like, like you know, it's it's not about, oh yeah, I'm just gonna sit here and let her get the check, or if I don't have it, I'm gonna tell her before we leave. Say, look. <laughs> I had this bill to pay. I had this bill to pay. If you talking about going out to eat, it's on you today. And yeah. and and it, I think it's just it's just an appreciation for that person's efforts. Like if I was at home all day, and you went to work, 
I'm not going to want you to come home to a dirty house. Uh, you may not be expecting that of me, but that's just kind of like, damn, you know, you you went to work all day. I was here, you know, I got a sink full of dishes, you know, laundry haven't been touched, stuff like that. That To me, that's almost disrespectful. Like, I expect you to come home and do that. Or if I was at work and then I come come home and, you know, oh, yeah, hey, I need you to, to do this and do that. It's like, if, you, if it's a need, yeah. Or if it's like, oh, I just want you to do it because I didn't do it today. That's To me, that's really disrespectful. So I'm not saying, you know, I come home, I expect the house to be cooked, the house to be cooked, the food to be cooked, the house to be clean. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, No Boundaries Podcast is sponsored by Crown World today. It's not like, a expectation, man. It's just, it makes sense, bro. Like, it I mean, it makes sense. And like, and like, and like, me and my girl, we didn't have any kids. So like, hey, if you came home, if I came home and you was there, it's like, hey, we're going to go to Chick-fil-A tonight. Bet. Hey, um, we got to knock out a couple loads of laundry. We, okay, cool. I'm fine with that. But I'm not expecting this house to be flawless just because it's just me and you. If we had kids, I wouldn't expect, hey, you know, hey, we have a kid running around. This house is a fucking mess. Like, it's, it's life. And I, don't, and I don't think anybody expects that in 2020. And if they do expect that in 2020, then that's, that seems like it's a whole different issue than what this guy is preaching. Yeah. I, I think, I think, I think. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think, like I said, I think what this guy is preaching is what I see on Twitter a whole lot. I think people, you know how people try to, um, you know how you have those posts where people like make hot takes? I think a lot of these hot takes are just uh, attention whoring. It's just attention whoring. And it's like, that's not even a hot take. You're just, you're just purposely being, you're purposely putting a bad take out there in order to go viral and get attention. And this is, and we all know right now that if you put up some man hating shit, it's going to get attention. It's going to get fast attention. And, when, and, and obviously you'll have VH1 stars reposting your shit. And, he's not. He's not. I want no soft ass, man. Bro. Man, like, like they gonna they gonna come <laughs> walk all over him, and then when he's broke, they're moving they, on. They gonna get his little check, <laughs> get his little check, <laughs> and get with one of his dog ass homeboys. Dog, last week's episode, like when I really sat there and I thought about it, you know, thought about the emotional tampon. I really just it really it made me laugh because I was really as after the episode, I was able to like remember multiple times where different homeboys of mine, different coworkers, just so many people throughout the years have told me how how quickly they were utilized or just used as tools to to a lot of women. And it was just funny to me to 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 see to hear you guys just say like he gonna get his ass ran over, she gonna take his check, go mess with one of his dog ass homeboys. And I'm just really trying to get an understanding to why we three obviously either experienced it or seen it with our own eyes, but for some reason, a lot of women don't don't like to admit that to that being a truth or to that being like reality. Like that's it's weird to me. I have no words. Like I I, <laughs> uh, I, I really don't have any words because like it, it's really baffling to the point of no explanation. I enjoyed last week's episode. I, I did. I, I usually enjoy all episodes, and I, I always text Jay. I, I might need to get your number so you, we can we'll, we'll group text. <laughs> I, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I always text Jay because you like it's these things are usually like you know they're emotional, especially if you if it's something that you've 
you've been through before. But sometimes, sometimes it's like, man, Will was going in, son. <laughs> deep though, deep though. And I swear to God, the only it's either close female friends that will agree with me or homeboys. Like, but like girls, I don't know that I just kind of like you know associate with like on the fly. They'll 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 never want to admit that the stuff that I say is like true. And I'm like, it doesn't have to be true to you, but this is an experience that I actually I've been through this. I've witnessed it. You're telling exactly. me my life is a lie. Like exactly. my life is a lie. The things that we talk about on here, even if you can't relate to it, you know somebody who can. So it it somewhat is relatable. I mean, <laughs> and, then, and then people will come so at quick. you and say. Oh, I don't know why you say that or, or why you feel that way. And it's like, you know, your your views are limited. That's what it was. Your views are your views have been limited. I was like, my views are limited to my experiences. And 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 that's 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 where the limit is. Like, if I've experienced this, this has molded my views. Yeah. And then some things you just with 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 your personality or with, with my personality, some things you're not gonna allow to happen to yourself. Like, okay, he went through that. But I'm not just gonna sit here and allow myself to be abused. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, and, and and man, it's but it's a to be honest with you, and I, I just imagine that all of us are around the same age, you know, at least over thirty. A lot of us, and when we were in our earlier twenties, oh, how old are you, man? I'll be thirty this year, so. I mean, oh, that's what's up. That's what's up. What you do for your birthday, man? Probably be at work, man. You know how that go. Uh, oh man. I don't, I don't really have any plans. Uh, well, I actually won't. I'm a groomsman in one of my close friends' wedding on my birthday, so. Oh, okay, okay. Birthday as, as, as long as Will doesn't plan your 30th birthday because I got blackout drunk on my 30th birthday because Will planned it. <laughs> Hold on, that sound, that, that's perfect, though. Like, I mean, <laughs> remember that. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That shit was not perfect. <laughs> it, it, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't good. It wasn't a good look for you, Jay. I still got that picture. Wow. I need to go ahead and make that. Hold on, when, I need when, to make when that picture. Is, I need to see that. <laughs> oh, man, man, man. but uh, no, but, but all, but all BS aside, man, I still, it's just, I, I just sit here and think to myself, like, why are, why are, why is it that we come across people, but women in my experience that are so quick to be like, not all women are like that. Like, it's like, they just constantly just go into that group, the, defend the group mode. And it's like, well, in their defense. We we do it too. <laughs> not all men are like that. I'm because I'm not gonna lie. In my dating experience, I'm quick to say I'm different. But along, along in the in the long run, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> they know I am about that shit. But like, but even even saying that, duh, I know all women aren't the same. I know this. You're you're not telling me nothing that I haven't experienced. I, 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 or I wouldn't be talking to you. I would have my own right back. <laughs> exactly. So what I'm so even when I say um, like when women say all oh, men are trash, I'll say no. The type of man that you like is trash. If I get out here and I say you know all these women is trash, all these women is hoes, it'd be like no. The type of woman that I'm attracted to is a hoe, or the type of woman that I'm attracted to is trash. So yeah, I can't say all of them, but at the end of the day, if you look at all men, we're gonna have something in common. If you look at all women, there's gonna be some common tendencies there. Yeah, I, I I see what you mean with that. I think that me personally, I don't want when when women are talking, even when they say all like you said, you said all men are trash, and then you go into the mindset of you're telling them, um, it, I, how do I say this? 
you basically rationalize it to the point of saying, well, that's the type of men you deal with, basically making it a, a singular effect quicker. But my with my experience, I've always kind of had it to where it wasn't even more along the lines of not all women are like that, but it was it still felt like they had to kind of put on the cape for their whole gender. And with this post, like, I, and you said it, like, you got a lot of white knights out there. You got a lot of men that don't even want to be men anymore. Like, I see that more with men than I do with women. Because, like, yeah. it's very, very, it's very rare to because find a woman. Because take up for women, naturally. I mean, yeah. all men are not. Like, we, we, especially black men, it's, it's tough for us. Because we got black men against us. We got white men against us. Exactly. Everybody at our head. But what I about mean, women, though? I'm not saying some of us don't deserve it. I'm not, but but I feel like that's equally against against any race or any gender. I'm not saying like only black men are are like this or I mean because you got you got messed up people of every race and every gender. Of course, which which, which we know that. And, yeah. and, but I think when I really think about men, I think men, I think I think men operate in a more individ, individualistic mindset. Like we still operate. Like as individuals, like we don't, we don't really subscribe to group think as quickly. It's happening more and more now because, in my opinion, a, a lot of men are getting to the point where like they're kind of scared and they're just trying to make sure that they're doing whatever they can to still be validated by females. But at the end of the day, when you really look at it, like you just said, females naturally will take up for each other and they don't even have to like each other. Yeah, like females can despise each other, but. When it comes down to it, they will still stick up for their best interest. I don't see that with men. Like yeah. I don't. I just. I just don't like. That. And no. I mean, maybe it is men out there that do that. But once again, we got white knights. We got these simps. We got these. We, we got these trends. We got a whole. We got so many groups of men that that just are individualized and in divisions. That it's like wow. Like damn. How can men actually? You gotta ask yourself. How can men actually get on the same accord if you got men out there that'll do anything for pussy, you got men out there that'll do anything for a dollar, you got men out there that'll do anything to make their homeboys happy, you know, it's just shit like that. Like I and men not wanting to be men, bottom line. Like yeah, I mean, straight up. Like you gotta what? deal with you at the end of the day. When you go to sleep at night, you the person you gotta deal with, bro. Like it don't matter what he thinks. Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, it's wild, bro. Like like I, 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 it's very rare, in my opinion, to get men on one accord. But when it comes to getting that, getting women to connect to that hive mind, shit, they do it with ease. But they do it with ease. Just, just, I hate to get back on this, this Dwayne Wade subject, but yeah. uh, me and my, me and my, uh, me and my kids' mom, we we had a conversation. You know, she was like, you know. And it was it it wasn't just you know why are men like this? She was like, and and it wasn't even just her you know to say it like this. It was I was seeing social media saying it. Why are all black men like this when it comes to him? You know, accepting his son. <laughs> I was like, I was like, well, God. And so I started off with 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 her saying it like this. I was like, I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing that a man can support his son doing whatever he wants to do. I said, I thought that was amazing. But I was like, the reason we are like that is because when you have a son, when when the first time you hear that you're going to have a son, 
you want your son to be as masculine and, and as strong as you, if not better than you. I mean, mm-hmm. and that that's the first thing that I'm not saying homosexuals can't be masculine or mm-hmm. can't be, but that's definitely not the case here. No. Like, but I'm I'm saying so like I'm that I'm not saying this is any of our business the way he raises his son. I do think it's wild that he that he says he knew when he was three. Cause I know I'm not saying I've been around every little boy when they when they're three, but I just when you're three, bro, you're not focused on what gender you are. When you find your little thing in the tub, <laughs> um, <bro>. like, <laughs> hear me out, man. Hear me out. I go to I, obviously, you know, I go to the gym a lot, and one thing that I, I did, obviously uh, we know that you go to the gym a lot. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I've noticed something about parents to me that in this generation seem very selfish. And it's something that it was like sort of an epiphany I had, you know, about a week ago when I realized that I catch a lot of dudes and a lot of, I just, I catch people in, in, in a gym with their kids and I'll take my son to the gym every now and then. But I actually like my son to go to the gym with his friends rather than being there with me. Cause I don't want my son to feel like I'm forcing him to do anything. But lately I do catch a lot of men in there with their daughters, like training them. And yeah. lately I've been thought I started to think that a lot of times you have these parents that are so selfish that if they if, if somebody gets pregnant and they're like, oh, you know, you know, I really hope I have a daughter, then they have a son. Now with this whole trans inclusion thing, I think a lot of people are using this as an excuse to get what they want at the end of the day. Because if you think about it, it's pretty insane that it's just conveniently, oh, you know, a you know, my, 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 my son wants to be a daughter and then they just, they buy into it so quickly and they encourage it. And then you're kind of, and then you just kind of like sit there and watch them. And it's like, damn, you seem pretty prepared for this. Almost like they put the, the right, the right things in the right place to get them there. Because like you said, as a little boy, you got your thing floating in the, in the tub. You're not thinking about sexuality. Yeah. Like sexuality is not something that a three-year-old, like no three-year-old, is thinking about that unless you put that variable in their presence. You start I, I, telling them. Think about it. I mean, because when you, when you, because when, as a three year old, you're not even preaching that they're a boy. Like you're preaching, okay, you're a big boy. You to keep them from whining or you know such things like that. It's not even like what can you what what can a three year old boy do that that will remind you of something that a girl would do. I mean, it's it's not much that he can do, bro. Like. They say they say that they say that oh he was I, I noticed that he was playing with girl dolls okay let, let's rewind this back to 1991. Where did he get him? Uh, <laughs> you you exactly like I said you placed the variable there. I remember is like two years ago this kid was hooping his ass off. I'm not saying homosexuals can't hoop, but all of a sudden he's wearing heels and nails now. Like he was just balling his ass off, bro. And I was watching him on hoop mixtape. <laughs> Right, real, real quick question: When did Gabby come into the picture? I, so look, like, I didn't, has I don't like I remember she was here. They had the break, and then she they, she came back. Like I don't want to blame her, but D Wade is kind of suspect himself now. Like I mean, say you you're talking about you talking about the like, third best point, the third best shooting guard in history. I don't give a damn. Oh, okay. As long as you know, I know that that Joe Flacco is a Super Bowl champion. Listen. I feel, I feel, I feel what you said, and I don't even care. I, I say I, I personally I don't care about D Wade sexuality, but when I do think about 
how D Wade's last relationship ended when I looked into it, and how basically they alienated his his ex wife and pretty much make her look like she's some type of monster. I do feel like that that's something that shouldn't be ignored if you really want to you know dig into the D Wade situation. I feel like like I said, the way they alienated alienated his wife, the way he had a break baby that's not really talked about. See, the thing about it is this whole situation screams virtue signaling because everybody's sitting there acting like Gabrielle Union and D Wade are just these magnificent people because. They're 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 influencing or they're encouraging and they're supporting their their trans son. But the fact of the matter is, I mean, are these individuals of the best of the best uh how do I say uh the best candor? Like, I mean, wasn't Gabby just fired from her show for for trying to blame people for being racist? I mean, like, I mean, what I'm saying is these people aren't of the best caliber. Like, these aren't great people. Yeah, so I'm all of a sudden, all of a sudden they do one act and they're just they're godly and. Oh my God, D Wade and Gabrielle Union are goals. Why? The big thing is now, like, we're forgetting these kids are our kids. Um, so, like, another thing that was brought to me is, you know, they was like, "Well, y'all weren't saying anything. Well, girls were tomboys," and I was like, "Being a tomboy is not the same thing as wanting At to all. be a boy." No. She, 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 she didn't want. From from my experience, she didn't want to wear a dress and she wanted to be outside and. And most of the time, like middle school and high school, she grew out of it. Like it was a lot of times. And it, and they ended up being some of the most attractive girls from what I remember. A little girl in Greensboro, South Carolina, just beat a boy in like I think the 112 pound competition. She beat a she beat all the males. She came in first place. So I think she beat three boys in that in the wrestling competition. And I don't think that any of that has to do. I don't think that her parents are raising because she her she wanted to be a wrestler when she was six, yeah. and I and her parents kept denying her of it. And I don't think that sexuality had anything to do with it. I just thought they probably felt like this is a this is a a, a male dominated sport. You're not going to be good. So what did she do? What most tomboys do? They 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 stand up and they rise to the occasion. And it doesn't mean that, oh, and since I want to compete with boys, I have to become one. No, I'm just going to be as fierce and competitive as one. See, now we're getting it misconstrued and thinking, oh, if a girl wants to play football with, with boys, she must be gay. No, she just wants to compete at a higher level. Like, you think Serena would pass up the chance to 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 go against Agassi or somebody like that, or one of the one of the uh, tennis male tennis legends? No, it's just that the reality is, I'm a dominate in my female in, in the female sector. Males are gonna dominate in the male sector, and I mean, if we ever have to come come to blows, we'll make it happen. But the reality is, until we get there, the girl has no reason to like kind of morph into that mindset. So I think tomboys. A lot of times were just were just girls that were stand, were rising to the occasion. Yeah. It had nothing to do with sexuality. And this is the issue that I have with with it in general. They they throw out the male the the toxic masculinity and they ask you know well why are black men like this why are black men like this name a white man that's went through this situation and, and how he was supported by the white community like I I haven't heard of, I haven't heard of it. What you mean? Uh, having a son that wanted to, to, to transition into being a woman. I haven't heard of that in the white community. I mean, with, with uh, Charlize Theron, uh, she, I know she's raising... I mean, I know Jolie did it. I know Charlize Theron did it. I mean, we got Caitlyn Jenner. 
So, to but, support but what where's, saying, I'm talking about the men. Where, where are the men? Where are the white? Where's Brad Pitt or whoever saying, "Oh, well, yeah, I support you know whatever my son to, to daughter wants to be." Like we we don't see that. No, no, and I, that's why I say I might agree with you. But I'm about to say is they usually that 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 conversation is not brought up because they just sweep it under the rug. It's like they don't care. It's like like I said, Charlize Theron. I think she's raising two black boys as girls right now, and even, no matter how much you bring it up. It just gets swept under the rug, and like once again, like why? Like why? Why is it? Why is there? Why is there no uproar when it doesn't even? We we're not even getting any um hardcore evidence to why this is happening. Like Charlie Theron just walking around, just just with these two little black boys that she adopted and she raised them as females, and nobody bats an eye. That's weird to me. That's real weird to me. So like I said, I, I agree with what you're saying because I just think it's a matter of. Virtue signaling. People people care about what they want to care about. Well, people people are pretending to care about certain things. I mean, because at the end of the day, I don't really think anybody truly cares about what D Wade and them doing. It's just a topic of conversation. It's just just like the Lizzo thing. We don't care about fat chicks shaking their ass. But it happened. It was something to talk about. It's over now. She she had her she had her she had her moment. We didn't really care though. But if it's all over the news, you're prone to talk about it. A lot of us don't even care about the coronavirus. But it's being talked about. It's all over the news. A lot of us don't think that we even gonna get it come in contact with the shit. Hmm. I keep watching talk, my hands. Talking, yeah, no matter what. No matter what. <laughs> wash I your hands. The amount that I wash my hands, because I washed my hands a lot before. I mean. Because of the fact that we all know, we've all known from since kindergarten. <laughs> Germ, <laughs> germs are bad. Like, right. Like for real. But yeah, man. I, at the end of the day, that's off topic. I didn't, yeah. I didn't mean, but I was just, you know, trying to go on how black men are hated. Yeah, that, that's the, that's the, that's the moral of the show. Like it, that, literally the moral of the show. Like no matter what, no matter what, even if when you compare, even if you as black men, they'll be sitting here listening to us right now. Oh, they crying, they whining, they want to be victims. No matter how, no matter how much proof you have of a black man being a victim, because we can take it back. To the 50s and the 60s, well, we know for sure black men were victims a lot, and we definitely have more solidarity in the community. But now, you see, you've seen such a such an influx in power on one side to where it's just like, well, we don't give a damn about black men. I mean, you gotta think about it. Six, seven years ago, I mean, when Obama was in office, shit, every every other month, people were standing in solidarity because a different black man would die. I honestly feel like with this current mindset, the the mindset of today's society, I don't think they would care if Freddie uh, Freddie Gray died. I don't think that we would run around with a I can't breathe shirts right now because people don't give a damn about black men no more, and they're comfortable with it. I think it would happen, but it wouldn't happen as long for for the long long time that it happened before. Like because the way that we are now, we forget about things so fast, very fast, very fast. I mean. You, uh, look, look at the look at the movie Queen and Slim. That's not I mean, the movie Queen and Slim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I hate that. I hated that people hyped it up to me. I was like, "This is." Oh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta see the undertones of a lot of these so-called black films these days. They don't do anything. It, it's almost like the days of empowering black men, in my opinion, are over. Like I said, you said that you feel like it would happen. They would support the Freddie Grays. It would just happen. It would go by quickly, and, and and yeah, you're right. And I still think that that just goes to show that the days of empowering black men is is just it's like they're they're over it now. 
let's empower black women. Let's empower women. And it's like, hey, I mean, if that's what y'all want to do, I still feel like if you have to, if you have to like kick somebody that's already down in order to empower yourself, I don't really, I don't really see true empowerment in that. Because I, I don't, I don't think that, I don't think that black men, like, you can't really provide me any proof that black men are responsible for holding black women down, like, uh, based on the fact that I believe in accountability. So a lot of shit that goes wrong with black men and black women, we basically have agency in it. So you can't just sit here and be like, oh, the 100% of the black woman's struggle is because of the black man. Like, really? And sometimes that's the energy I get when I be listening listening to some of this shit. I'll be like, damn, y'all just make it seem like all y'all problems will go away if you just, if every, you just every, exterminated black men. Every, everybody has surpassed the black men. Even even animals. Animals have more rights than the black men. Definitely. <laughs> and, and, that, I mean, and in yeah, all honesty... I don't mean to hate on, on hate on hate on homosexuals or the transgender or any of the I don't know the complete acronym, the LGB. I don't I don't know it. I don't have anything against them, but I'm saying like I feel like they're more respected than the black men. I mean yeah. it Yeah. And once again, if you're if you're if if you even look back at the Freddie Gray to Trayvon Martin situations, the only reason we were even put in the spotlight is because we were dead. We were victims. It was flat out. Like, it's just, it is what it is. But let's talk about black men being successful. You're not getting that a whole lot. Like, you don't have, you have to wait for a black man to die almost for him to actually, or do some stupid shit for him to start trending. But that's not the same with everybody else. Like, let's just be honest. Like, it, it don't get it don't you ain't got to see a, a a bunch of black black women getting raped for them to you know start trending or they could do the they they could do the they could do the bare minimum now bro like and people hate to admit it but it is what it is it's pretty sad it's pretty sad that we've come that we've come this that we've come this far but it feels like we've taken so many steps backwards that's just how I see it but yeah I get off my soapbox. <laughs> But shit, man. What, how long we been on, man? I you know I don't I don't see the time over here. Uh, I mean we we about it at, at an hour, right about an hour. Oh, okay, you know. okay, okay. But yeah, I mean I, that's really all. I, that's really all I had was that that guy's post. I felt like I couldn't we couldn't do that post in a, a snippet or two because there was just some points to me that just needed to be addressed, and it just all basically comes back down to the fact that y'all way too comfortable out here black, hating black men. And and you know what's funny. I heard this argument about rap music being, you know, uh, uh, being negative towards black women, but it's funny because in your, in your, in your, in your, in you guys' opinion, how long have you been noticing this this negative black male talk? Um, I mean, when I think about it now, I think I've, I've it's always been there. It's mm-hmm. always been there. I mean, I mean, even growing growing up, like you would hear women don't nobody want no sorry ass man, or don't yeah. no sorry ass black man. Um, I mean, either either way, I mean, um, but I mean, I didn't, I wouldn't, you know, I'm not gonna say that's something I just thought about growing up. I'm not even gonna say something that, I'm not even gonna say that's what what made me want to be the man that I am today. Like, I mean, matter of fact, let me simplify this for you. 
How, do you guys listen to Megan Thee Stallion and like do you like do you listen to like Lizzo and like, do you listen to to female rappers and female entertainers in general? Like do you do you go and listen to their music, even knowing that it's like not for you and like they tell you it's not for you? Honestly, no. I'm I've never this this is definitely gonna sound sexist and I've never been a fan of female rappers. Missy Elliott is probably the most that I've ever listened to and. I, I have her discography on my computer, but I mean, I even have I have the song with uh, Megan Thee Stallion and the Baby on my computer, and I edited her out. Bro. Damn. <laughs> I mean, it's it's not it's not for my ears. I mean, it's I mean, think about what she's talking about, bro. I mean, yeah, yeah. Per per the lyrics, it, it's not directed towards us. No. What is she talking about? I'm just curious. It's, it's, it's a lot of using a guy for his financial benefits, for sex, having him worship her. It's, it's, it's a lot of that. And even with Nikki, I mean, Nikki, Nikki was, when Nikki first came out, she was a great rapper. But she's putting your pussy on her side, on your sideburns. I mean, I can't relate to that. Okay. And do you think that this, that, that this uh, contributes to their uh, imminent failure a lot of times? That they, 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 they rise and then they kind of fall based on the fact that they lose their male demographic? I don't even think it's the male demographic. It's, it's like with society getting, getting bored fast. The, the next big thing comes out. And I mean, women are part of that getting bored fast thing. Like, I still listen to music from forever ago. Like, I still, I mean, I, I, I I rarely, I like right now. I get in my car and I'll listen to a new album. And next week I'll be right back listening to something from the nineties. Yeah, yeah. Like okay. I'm kind of with you. Like I, I, even today, like I listen to Missy, and the only quote unquote new artist that's a female that I that I dabble with is Doja Cat. And I like and I like her pr- primarily because she got some pop beats. Her beats are very poppy. The lyrical content is just eh, but I like I like the energy of the beats. So, but as far as, you know, I'm not going to, I checked out Lizzo's album because it had hype behind it. And I watched that one movie, um, Someone Great or something. And it had the, that was when I was first introduced to Lizzo. They had that track in there. I was like, oh, okay, that's who that is. And so, but I I haven't listened to that again. I I don't know if Meg has dropped that album or, 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 or anything. I just know that she'd be dropping that ass. So I don't know anything about her music, you know, um. Cardi, uh, catchy, but you know, that that's what today's hip hop is. It's catchy, you know, and I think the three of us are from the era where lyrics mattered. We're, we're from the, the, the Jay-Z's and the, the J. Cole's, the Kendrick's, the M&M's where, where cats were just barring you to death, but also we're from the, the Nelly's, the Waka Flocka's, the Roscoe Dash's like, so we have a very diverse taste in music. I will say our generation does. But these newer cats, I don't think they have that. And I think that's what, what your Meg the Stallions do. That's what your Lizzo's do. Um, I would say Nikki transitioned to that. Because like you said, when Nikki first came out, Nikki was giving bars. Nikki get on track with Rick Ross, Kanye West, Jay-Z, and she run it. But now <laughs> I don't I don't see that anymore. I'll, I'll take that back. Cause I, but she's not a rapper, so I don't know if this counts like I will listen. I will listen to a little bit of Rihanna. Like that should be jamming sometimes. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay. I, I like Beyonce. I'm not saying I'm, I'm going to get in the car and I'm going to jam their whole tape. But, I mean, I primarily like their features. But, I mean, you know, but they're not okay. rapping at the same time. Okay. Well, I asked that question to just point out something that you guys basically said over and over again. Y'all not listening to their music because y'all don't feel welcome, right? So you have to ask you have to ask yourself how come for so many years now women are still listening to rap music from males that they say degrade them if they don't feel welcome. You gotta I, know so ask that, I, saw, I know so many women that hate future, but go damn it. You have to ask yourself why? Why do they do that? Why are you coming somewhere you're not welcome? You do you understand? And if you go to a, to most of these concerts, it's probably going to be mostly women there. Like, women probably consume 70% of concert tickets. you got to ask yourself, once again, if hip-hop is so degrading, then why are women probably more likely to consume it than men on higher scales? got to ask yourself that question. Yeah. Jay, knows how, Jay knows what I think, but I'm telling you, you got to sit there and think about that. Because all this anti-male stuff that these... That's, that's going on right now. What you think? Like they're a glutton for the abuse or what? There you go. You said it already. Yeah, that's <laughs> what it is. They're masochists. <laughs> they're masochists. I mean, because I, I, I can come each week with more proof that a lot of modern women are masochists. They like the abuse. Like, that's why That's why they like you. That's why they like Joe Goldberg. They like that toxic shit, bro. That's why they keep them coming back. I did text first, one of my coworkers. I, I asked her, um, I say, are you ready for Westworld season three? She's like, eh, I didn't like season two too much, but you season three, I'm ready for that. I was like, we weren't even talking about that. <laughs> they love it. Fifty Shades of Grey was an eye-opener. for. It should have been an eye-opener for all men. Y'all, and y'all said in the beginning of the show, like, the, it, they hate to hear it. But at the same time, when I talked about the emotional tampon, the hit dogs were hollering. Because a lot of them know that for a long time, the nice guys got abused. <laughs> the nice guys got abused, and they ran over and dealt with somebody that, that was abusing them because they liked that more. Like, I don't real, I don't know if they realize it, but it's just, it's wild to think that people, people is, 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 is nurturing and caring as women can be and as soft as women can be. It's wild to me that abuse attracts them. Cause that's what I've that's what I've been peeping for like the last five to seven years, in my honest opinion. Cause once again, hip hop is a prime example. They support hip hop on the on, they support hip hop like no one else. And but guess what? Um, they'd be very limited to what they could listen to if if they didn't. What you mean? Like what they supposed to go listen to country now because they don't want to support future now? Shit, why not? <laughs> I mean, I know women that I mean we live in Texas. I know plenty of women that listen to country music. I I know, but that's not what they predominantly listen to. Like, I mean, I mean, they they can listen to their female artists. Like they listen to female artists. That's fine. But I'm just saying though, if you're if you're if you're somewhere where you're being highly degraded, why are you constantly coming back? Because why is it so quick for you guys? Why is it so quick? You actually went through the trouble of editing out Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> You gotta understand, like, like your ears are like, nah, I, I, I ain't for that. Like, you ain't for to be sitting here disrespecting me. So men, <laughs> so men, just from an entertainment standpoint, are like, hey, I'm not for to take that abuse. 
I'm not getting anything from this. Because yeah. I think, obviously, we know men are put up with a certain amount of abuse if they're getting something from it. But my entertainment, you got to think about all these movies that have failed, Charlie's Angels, Ghostbusters, these these movies that were once all male cast went to female cast, you're and they're failing. on me, bro. Like, you're forcing it. Like, yeah. You- <laughs> You're you're not only you're forcing it, but you're forgetting who your main demographic is. It's an action movie. <laughs> Women don't give a damn about action movies. So like, so what what are you doing? So once again, I just, I still I kind of stand on that. I know I'll get flat for it, but I do believe that in the last five or seven years, it's been an uptick in. People thinking being toxic is cool and like women like gravitating towards that shit. Cause like y'all said, like I tell Jay all the time, I think Drake and Drake and Future are probably the worst dudes out there as far as relationships go. And they get any they get any female we know. Say man, this this is off topic. I'm good at changing these topics. I'm sorry. (laughs) How do y'all feel? How do y'all feel about this homosexual superhero that's supposed to be coming out? I, I think it's interesting that uh, my boy, uh, my boy uh, from Paperboy, is supposed to be playing him. What's his real name? Tyree. Brian. Yeah, Tyree yeah. Paper, Henry, paper, I think. Yeah, Paper Paperboy is gonna be playing him. Uh, paper, he's he's done some suspect stuff in. Uh, uh, so, so I, I I didn't mean to cut you off, but I looked at his Instagram and I I I can't. I mean, I'm I'm not saying like it's meant for me to tell his sexuality, but I can't tell. Like, it, it, it's it's easy because you know he's a dark skinned guy, heavier set, and uh. But I, I I always people need to remember something. They probably a lot of y'all probably didn't notice this when y'all were growing up, but a lot of people that were in theater arts, like a lot of guys that were in theater arts, like historically, they've been always kind of suspect. Guys that are in theater arts aren't the aren't the hardest he, guys. He is a great actor, though. like I mean, yeah, he, he's, he's, he I is, think he's better than Lakeith. He's way better than Lakeith, Lakeith to me. I don't know about that, but he has he does <laughs> have range. I mean, That's I like fine. both of them. I like both of them. I, I do like both. Um, I, 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 I try to check out almost whatever they, they are in. Um, I'm, I don't know if Atlanta is going to make it because they keep pushing it back. I mean, two years is a long time, bro. Like, Shit, Rick and Morty did it. <laughs> <laughs> just, just saying. But uh, you, so you saw Death Note? I wasn't a fan of Death Note. Oh, okay. My, my, my homie... He's telling me, uh, he's telling me to actually watch, watch the anime series. He says, uh, he says once you watch the anime series, the movie will actually be, be decent. But I didn't, I didn't like Death Note. Oh, okay, okay, because yeah, your boy, your boy was uh, I think that was one of those moments where I was like, yeah, that, his acting is, it was kind of I mean, suspect. You can understand why that went straight to Netflix. That was <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I don't even definitely. know if that was his fault. Like, Denzel, yeah, I can see that. Denzel couldn't bring that to life. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what be killing me with some of these actors too, man. They just they don't know what roles to take sometimes. They be too hungry, man. Cause I I could even say as but, much as Sam. Go ahead. When was that? When was that recorded? Like I mean, we know when it was put out. Like how do we know that's not when he was trying to get on? I mean, he's been hot for a span of what five years, maybe now. Since and Get I, Out. Atlanta was before Get Out. Yep. Was it? Yep. Yeah, okay. Because okay. when it when I remember when it came out, uh, Jay didn't even realize that was him. Like he, he they've been on a roll. Okay. He, him, him, him and uh, Tyree been on a roll. Um. But but I, I should say that to say yeah, them boys got to be careful with the roles they pick because 
you know, Jay, like I, like Jay knows, man. I'm gonna watch a movie. I'm gonna watch a movie, and he he was he was disappointed in that one for me. I what did like, I just oh. tell you about Anthony Mackie earlier? Oh, Anthony Mackie out here wilding. He out here wilding. I mean, but once again, man, I'm gonna tell you, man. These theater these theater boys, these theater boys have always been suspect, man. Like that's just that's a part of their culture. Like y'all, we see a lot of the stuff that they do on screen, but like. As far as when they probably was coming up and doing Shakespeare and doing Hamlet and stuff, like these dudes was real lame, dude. Like theater guys are lame. We just we're just we look at them as like Hollywood elite like stars and like we we don't like to see them that way. But a lot of these Hollywood guys are lame. They're weird too, very weird. They just they're acting all the time though. To me, I feel like there are enough black actors for black roles. There, are, you shouldn't need a straight person to play a gay role, but at the same time, your sexuality shouldn't have to do anything with your career. So I, I can I can look at it both ways. I can agree with that. But but to answer your question, I mean, I don't really think anything of it. I just know that ten years from now, when we look back on this phase, I mean, because right now we're in clown world, and I, I don't think I think this is here to stay. I, I think I, I, we we want to believe that. Yes. I think it's going to be hard for man to make a comeback. Man, if, if, you, if you... I think it's going to be hard. If you look at... If you go back and you look at the 60s and the 70s, right now, we're basically mirroring the 60s and 70s. We had these same movements, the love movement. They were trying to push sexual liberation. And eventually what happens is the next generation comes, comes and they rebel. Because what's going to happen is when we die, we may not be able to see the shift but I guarantee you, if you stick around, if you get to make it to like 100, you're probably going to see a transition. And right now, what you're seeing, I think in a, in the next generation is going to rebel against this because they're going to they're going to they're going to find books unless the books get burned and get heavily censored like they did in Nazi Germany. Then maybe not. But at the end of the day, like if we're if 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 the next generation is able to get a hold of the knowledge and realize that things were better 40, 50 years ago. They're gonna probably rebel against what's going on now and try to change things. I think this is just a phase that a that a that a that a country goes through. History repeats itself. I do. I do agree with that. Uh, saying saying that, uh, I took uh, I took my son to the I took my son and my my girlfriend's uh, son to the the Mardi Gras parade in Galveston, and I was amazed with how many boys are cheerleaders. Oh yeah, yeah. My son's school. We have we have one boy cheerleader, but it but, was uh, just like one. It was probably like three or four to each school, and I was like, "Wow." It's it, it's it has a lot to do with this this generation of selfish parents, in my opinion. And I also feel like I mean, it's just it's 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 the it's the trend of now. But I want to believe that because you got to ask yourself something. Yeah, the only the only way to really save society. If so many men choose to go the homosexual route, is to probably start investing in artificial wombs. Like, how are you gonna? I mean, how are you gonna? How are you gonna birth kids? Like, eventually, I mean, we're already like a, we're already like at an all-time low, especially in the black community when you talk about abortions and you talk about people just not having children anymore. Like, it's bad. So, you talk about homosexual homosexuality constantly rising, and the lesbian community getting stronger and stronger. Then you have to ask yourself, who's gonna reproduce? What are you gonna do? Do you think it's do you think it may actually be good for now because we're technically overpopulated? I don't really believe in the whole overpopulated thing. I'm gonna be honest with you. Because right. 
I think I think even with the when you think about the whole overpopulated thing, I think that you start having to think about like, okay, when are we gonna? When is this world gonna? When, when are we done? Like eventually, this Earth has to. This we have to get. We have to become extinct, right? Yeah. I mean that's that's I mean because because were the were the dinosaur were the dinosaurs just were there just too many dinosaurs and then the ice age came as a way to hit the reset button? I mean I feel like if overpopulation is really is a thing, I think the Earth is gonna hit the reset button. Y'all ready for that? I'll be gone. <laughs> just, I mean, I mean, but you saying you'll be gone, but I mean, are we are we at a are we at a are we at a point of overpopulation? Especially with the fact that in the last ten years, birth rates have decreased tremendously. And you got to think about that one. The one. I think one that's more of, uh, of an economical thing than anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I think overpopulation is 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 like it's just doomsday talk. Just like people talk about the coronavirus, people talk about we got 12 years, the climate is going to be so bad. When it's all said and done, I think we have way too many brilliant minds out there that are that are you know behind closed doors trying to make things happen. That I think that they, I think that they would have a solution for you know quote unquote overpopulation. But uh, but once again, even though I'm saying I don't believe in it, I, I I to a degree I just look at overpopulation as something like. If it's really that bad, I think the Earth is gonna hit the reset button. I don't think it's shit we can do about it. We can we can we can try to we can try to decrease birth control uh, birth rates all we want. When the Earth says it's time, it's time. Then right. we can get all, get all dark on y'all. I'm just saying. Yeah, I agree. You you definitely made sense of that. <laughs> you drunk ass Jay. Did you finish that crown? Of course I did. What kind of question well, is that? Going oh, right, no, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm ready for words of advice, man. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, shit. What you got, man? I know you used to. I know you've heard this segment plenty of times. Did you I, come prepared? I'm, prepared but I, I'm never prepared for it. I, I don't, <laughs> don't be a hater. Don't be. Don't be like that guy on the Instagram post. What is this guy saying? Such a thin line between attempting to will things into existence and coming off as if you're not trying to force something. Stuff like that is what makes life complicated. Oh, because I put on Twitter, don't force it. Um, I guess I have some words of advice that can go along those lines of don't force it. I think when I say don't force it, I mean in a, in the most simple, in the most simplest way possible. I feel like when you're trying to when you're trying to will success meaning you become persistent in trying to reach a goal i don't really look at that as forcing it based on the fact that you know you're you're trying to you're trying to push something that you don't know if you're destined to do it or not so it's like you're just trying to do your best because you don't know if this is your destiny or not and you're just i mean obviously you're just, you're going to try to will it to make it happen that's not really forced because there's variables in there that you have no control over but as far as forcing something with a like a relationship like you got a lot of control in that it's like you see that this person doesn't like you you see all the variables in places saying hey man this shit ain't working and you're constantly trying to make it work i look at that as like really trying to force shit and and also i when i, I think i posted that earlier when i was in the gym and i was just like man some guys they try to they try to ego lift and they try to push shit that they can't lift and they end up hurting themselves and i feel like that's a that's a very good example of for shit because you fucking blow your back out you fucking you know tear a bicep you know be on some jj white shit because i'm not a fan of what he did in the playoffs i felt like that was wasn't that felt like that wasn't smart there was no need for him to come out there 
after I mean, dog, that's a six month killing, and he came back in two. Like I just that's just forcing it to me, and I just feel like, you know, it's no point of putting yourself in harm's way when shit is telling you, hey, you need to chill. You only get one body, man. Straight up. And and, and that's oh, yeah. and that goes two ways. Don't 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 abuse it, but don't overuse it too. Real shit. Real shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Drunk ass, drunk ass dropping knowledge. Say, but but my words of advice are, life is unfair, so make your effort your advantage. I know a lot of times that you know there's a lot of shit that happens out, that's out of your control, but the only thing you can control is the effort that you put forward. So even when things are unfair, hey, you always got to do your best and put your best energy out there because that's all you really can control. I like that. I like that. Really kind of beefed up with that. Like, I should have Googled some shit. <laughs> well, shit. I mean, I appreciate you gentlemen, as always. This has been enlightening. Um, before we go out, I just want to let everybody know that made it this far. We actually do love women. Like, we have, we have no beef or animosity to the gender as a whole. We actually love and value women and cherish women here at the No Boundaries Podcast. I know we get a lot of listeners that just think that we come here and we just bash women and we just bash women and we just bash women. But it's kind of like the way that y'all bash black men, we bash women in general because we only want the best out of y'all like y'all only want the best out of us. I, 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 mean, I, I feel what you said. I feel what you said, Jay. I'm not finna loosely say I love women. Like I just I can't say that. But I'll definitely say that um I'm I'm it's a growing under I'm having a growing understanding of women and I do appreciate and love the women in my life. Uh but no, I don't I don't I'm not finna sit here and lie and say I love all women. I just I can't I think I have to say that because once again, you're speaking to the hive mind. You can't like they always protected each other, so I'm just saying like I individually I love some of them, but I don't fuck with all of y'all. <laughs> like, straight up. I don't. You know what he meant. <laughs> I'm fucking with him. <laughs> but yeah, man. <laughs> I, you know I gotta give him something bad at, Jay. Like, they, I gotta trigger him somehow, Jay. Your presence is triggering, low-key. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But, ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?